This holiday season, you know what I have on my wish list? Adventure. That's why I got a new Honda during the Happy Honda Day sales event. They have a whole lineup of rugged, all-wheel drive SUVs, CRV, Pilot, Passport. But at the end of the day, I drove off in a new HRV with a bunch of safety features. And best of all, I got it on clearance. So don't just sit around knitting an ugly holiday sweater. See your local Honda dealer for Happy Honda Day's clearance pricing today. For the culture. For the culture. We are back post-COVID episode number three. Back like we never left. We're over at Batch. I'm sorry, not Batch. I'm thinking about food. We're over at Brew Detroit <laughs> two weeks later. That's that COVID mentality. He got is, that, is that what's happening? DC, you know. <laughs> I mean, Batch is right bit. across the street. You know, <laughs> um, We're over at Brew Detroit as promised. On our last show, we talked about being live at the depth release. In depth in depth and here we are so in our usual fashion outstanding playing in the background outstanding playing in the back hey we got licensing for this are, are we gonna get are we gonna are well, we you gonna, know we're only we're using in trouble for entertainment for, this? for enjoying the people here okay we aren't selling it we aren't selling it okay this, this I, I just, just want to make doing, sure man we don't own, we don't trying, have a copyright to this music rights. man we don't have a copyright right, right we don't have any gap band records for sale yeah. Charlie Wilson ain't my cousin <laughs> You know, or none of that. But we just enjoying his music on this outstanding day, and we thought it was just appropriate because this death is outstanding. It's outstanding. Hey, man. Outstanding. I'm trying not to get into the content before we do yeah. the introductions, <laughs> but this beer is making that difficult. Let me get that out the way right quick. Right, right. We'll, we'll, I'll start to my right. To the right. Playing with a dusty You're, you're to my right, Sasha. There you go. Yeah. messing with the bell. <laughs> Always playing you leave with your, your bell. Leave your bell alone okay. for a minute. Just for a minute. Just long enough to introduce yourself. And you go back to it. Sasha the beer girl. The famous beer girl. I am not famous. You know, you Sasha be downplaying it like she, don't have a, like she don't have a following. Got a beer named after her. Got her own secret squirrel lady group that she won't tell us about. <laughs> you, 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 all that. No, nobody's got away. Now, see, nobody's in a bunch. <laughs> nobody's in a bunch. I was just acknowledging you got your own shit, but you but you downplay yourself. Oh, I'm Sasha the beer girl, and that's it. I'm Sasha the beer girl. You got to big up yourself. You I know? have a beer named after me. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm the shit, and I know it. <laughs> you know. Yeah, you, you know. Just let me know. See, you now you now you got a hype man. There it is. Know how you want to come out? No. <laughs> Hi, I'm not Sasha the Beer Girl. I don't have a beer named after me. I don't have a secret squirrel group. And it's not Wednesday. But uh, just don't throw that dusty ass bell at me. Yeah. And no, it's not Sasha Saturday because you're still on probation. Still on probation. Still on probation. That whole Natterday's fiasco. So, um, hey, I just want to, it's glad, good to be out here again. Uh, my boss didn't let me leave the office till almost 2 p.m. Hey, your boss is such an ass. He is, man. But he pays the bill. So what, I mean, what I'm yeah, going to do? Yeah, I mean, do? Where do he signs the checks. I've, what are you going to do? I've been threatening to quit for 25 <laughs> years now. And he just laughs at me whenever I say I'm done. He's like, okay. 
You got three in college. Said, and, and he knows ahead. your wife. He's like, yeah. yeah, she ain't letting you quit. Yeah. See, now you got to bring her in. See, they're always double teaming me. I'm just saying, man. You know. I'm just saying. You know, so it, it is awful. I know my wife ain't letting me walk out of no jobs either. So, you know. It's not happening. Regardless of how much of an ass your boss might be. It's not happening. But, hey, <laughs> I'm looking forward to today's episode. Yeah. Because we've got plenty of things to talk about, like this brand new book. Yeah. This review that you did, I'm excited to talk about that. Some local reaction. And and, and, and we're going to have a lot, lots of fun with that. Yeah. We're down here at Brew Detroit. and uh, We don't have there. any guests today. We do have a guest. We don't. Oh, Dave's not a guest? No, he's family he's now, he's man. Family. He's been on. Oh, he's family he's now. We, we drank all day last oh. time, so he's here. All right. <laughs> we no guests. You're right. You guys are like, we're going to be here for two hours. I think you guys didn't leave until. Like, yeah. Oh, it was. It was. I, think they, I, think, I think they had to kick us out, including me. Like, Dave, you got to go. It's time for you to go also. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Dave, you family, man. You're not, you're not a guest anymore. Yeah, he's not appreciate guest. it. You can go in the fridge and get your own beer now. I appreciate it. That's how it goes, yeah, man. First time, I, I get it for you. Right. Yeah. Next time. Second time, you're on your own. You're on your own. Unless you're hungry. Unless we don't You know, so with that, I'll turn it over to family member Dave. Hey, what's up, everybody? Thanks for having me back, guys. Thanks for coming back out. Uh, this is a came on. Yeah. really, what's up, everybody? <laughs> really, uh, yeah. I, I gotta try to try to get a little bit lower. You know what I mean? Uh, this day. This is uh, this is actually a really special day uh, for me and everybody else here at Brew Detroit. So thank you for coming out here. I'm glad that. Uh, you invited yourselves out here for this one. We did. You thought we wouldn't? <laughs> no, I love it, though. That was, that was, I was actually, uh, it, it didn't even cross my mind because I didn't know what you guys' schedules were like. And as soon as you said it, I was like, yeah, it's yeah. every Man, year. Here he yeah. makes a schedule, and if it's this good beer involved, <laughs> we're there. Yeah, this and is every it. year. Uh, every year. Hope, yeah. My goal is, with this beer, is to keep it middle of October release every single year. So, uh, Well, it's, it's, it's a national holiday on my on my calendar. <laughs> This yeah. shit is amazing, man. Death holiday. Yeah. Death holiday. Um, yeah. I was saying I maybe wanted to do a little conversation before we get into talking about the beer, but I already started drinking it, and it. <laughs> I can't drink anymore and not start talking about it. Man, this is. Wait a minute. And it's just starting to warm a little, too. It's right. just yeah, starting it's to warm getting, a little. Oh, man. Yeah, yeah let's uh, put the your The death is coming through. And, uh, yeah, man, this is outstanding, man. So. Talk a little bit about it, man, about the yeah. process and, and I'll tell, tell you, us exactly got, what's going on here. I have a whole here. really interesting story about how we even came up with the concept of what we were going to do here. Okay. So okay. It was we like, got a whole interesting podcast. Yeah, we did. Beautiful. Yeah. Match made in heaven, man. I think it worked really well. It's, it's actually a... Uh, Sasha's got a bell. Uh, you know, it's, it's, so we wanted it. to do something, um, you know, because everybody has this idea about Brew Detroit. And, uh, you know, we're a contract brewer and our brand is only... Just the Brew Detroit brand itself, our own beer, is only two years old. Yeah. So wow. we just started. Cerveza del Rey came out in cans June of 2018. And, yeah. Ding uh, the bell for Cerveza del Rey. I mean, yeah. she's slowing the bell. Yeah. yeah. Uh, if you don't know, you need to know. Yes. Uh, so del Rey came out in cans, uh, you know, a little over two years ago now. And uh, I got hired in 2019, and the goal was we needed to sell the shit out of Brew Detroit beer to make it worth my hiring. Yeah. Right? So, you, uh, basically, you're paying sure, your own salary. Yeah, yeah. pretty much. That's yeah, the motivation. I, I need to make it worth it. Right? Or your so, boss is going to be like, uh, uh, maybe you. <laughs> so, but the beautiful thing is, is that, uh, you know, they let me come up with these ideas and follow through with it, and I can take a hold of it and, and work with the brewers. And because you guys saw the Nano back there uh, yeah. last time we were here, we, we took you guys back there. 
Uh, that's Eric's uh, playground back there, and he can do whatever the hell he that's wants. That's a hell of a playground. Um, and, uh, you know, he, Bell, Sasha he's Bell. willing to let me come up with concepts <laughs> that uh, he can play around with. So my, my first idea was, like, we need to come out with a bourbon barrel-aged beer. It's not our, uh, you know, coffee stouts. Yeah. Uh, it's not by Cal's reverence. Uh, yeah. We need to come up with something new, and I want it in 500 milliliter bottles. I want it to be thick as hell. I want it to be flavorful. Um, and you take it from there, Eric. You, you do whatever you want. And, uh, you know, it was a process of uh, coming up with, I wanted high-end barrels. Yeah. So with these ones, we did the Willet Sour Mash Bourbon Barrels. We got two of them this year. Um, and the idea behind the concept, and I touched on a little bit on uh, last time, is that every four years, the art concept will change. But every year, the barrels will change. So yeah. next year, we have eight-year Elijah Craig barrels that depth is going to be in. And we're doubling, maybe more than doubling the amount we did this year. Bell, Sasha, Bell. So, dang, uh, dang. Already. Um, Does so that mean I get d- double the bottles I got this year? <laughs> yeah. Nice. Uh, well, I don't need double the bottles I got because, you know, my number was on, you know, my multiplication number. Zero times two is still zero. So hey, we gonna, we, we'll talk about that later you, on. You got to you gotta be quick on the trigger, brother. I got my Eventbrite ticket. I was on it. Yeah. So, you know, that's uh, that's the, the concept of depth. And every year the artwork will change. So by year four, the idea is to have year one, two, three, four in a gift box. And there will only be 25 in a gift box with two snifters. That had mm. the depth logo on them, and that's. Can I buy it now? I was getting ready to no. say. Can I buy it now? You said twenty five. You might as well knock that down to twenty. Twenty five, yeah. and hopefully we're hopefully we're out of this uh, COVID situation. Yeah, and yeah. we can actually have a line this time. You know, yeah. last time we talked is right before we did it, and the plan was the to, to line. Hey, I know a great artist and, for you guys too. Uh, we, I was, we, yeah, we, I was gonna say we we might we have an, it, right? we might have an artist that might be interested in uh, in in submitting some work for a commission for the label, man. Yeah. Yeah. All right. All yeah, right. yeah. 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 We can. We can. Make I, some and, and I vouch for. It. I got some of his art hanging in my house. Some of his original piece. Lovely. Oh, an oh, original yeah. piece hanging in my home. Yeah. So. I love the the original art. Uh, I think we talked about it last time. Ian Burke uh, did it uh, for this label. Um, and the idea for these first four years um, are deep sea creatures. Yeah. Depth. And the idea is that we can kind of move around a little bit. So maybe that after these four years, the next four years, it's like deep space. Or you know, just step deep, stand deep with the thinking. deep with the like, depth take it concept. A little bit further, yeah, right? yeah. So, and, and I was going to say, depth can mean so many different things. Absolutely. Yeah. Because especially with the conversations we were having pre-broadcast, the depth of folks intellectually, in terms of their yeah. feelings, in terms of what's going on, and people that just read the headlines and don't need to investigate and take it for you know face value. Depth is so pertinent and important especially right now yeah so you know we're gonna talk about that a little later man yeah yeah absolutely the the name fit in in that sense for us too because we really really thought about not just the beer but how we're setting this up for yeah you know the next three years yeah not just like well we're gonna do this one beer and see how it goes no the the plan is we're doing it um we've thought about it you know, for the, at least the next four years and how that's going to go and even coming out with a gift set yeah. in year four and how yeah. we're playing around with that and, you know, even saving. Right now, uh, there are 100, 100 bottles left. 99. 
You mean 99. Yes. You mean 99. You didn't and mean 100. Ni- 98. You mean 99. Yeah, ni- 98. <laughs> the way it'll be split up is, you know, next year we got 50 bottles that will be sold with. 49. You mean 49. Yeah, 49 <laughs> bottles. Get your numbers right, Dave. Come on, man. Come on, Dave. I'll start subtracting. <laughs> and then the next year it'll be 24. There you go. Uh, there you and go. then the following year it'll be 24. Right. Now, now we're so, talking. That, that's, that's the remaining the remaining uh, 99 bottles. Or there it is. 90. Five, yeah. six bottles. There, there we go. There, there we, we go. go. We yeah, got it right. Catching now. on, man. You got it <laughs> Quick math, real quick. Yeah. There we go. So that's uh, you know, I'm really excited about it. It's it's this first year came together. Uh, in my my opinion, I might be a little biased. Uh, came together extremely well. Uh, we hand packaged everything. Okay. So we had a beer gun and filled up the bottles. We yeah. hand capped it. We did yeah. small brewery stuff uh, in this gigantic place, and that's why I love selling the Brew Detroit brand is because. Even though we have all that space back there and all that equipment back there, uh, we're able to work out of that nano as Brew Detroit, yeah. as a small brewery brand. Um, and that's the Detroit the, spirit. That's the Detroit spirit. The Detroit Absolutely. spirit is, hey, we're a big town, but we're also a small town mm-hmm. carrying personable folks. Yep. Anybody that's been to Detroit or knows anybody that's from Detroit, everybody knows everybody. You talk about <laughs> six degrees of separation. I mean, Detroit Man, is probably one and four a half. degrees. <laughs> right. I mean, if you... Literally in Detroit, if you bump into somebody on the street and you talk to them long enough, you find out somebody that you that you know in common, um, and that's just that is that is absolutely the Detroit spirit. I tell people all the time, Detroit is a big ass country town. Hey, I met a seventy year old attorney the other day. Yeah, who had, was a graduate of Benedictine High School that no longer exists. Yeah, that no longer exists. Yeah, played hockey, Shout all of Benny. that. And yeah, I, I mean you know so, but we were kicking it. And come to find out, talking about that degrees of separation. Yeah, he still goes to his barber, who's in the lobby of my building, downtown, <laughs> yeah. one thousand one Woodward. Yeah, and you know, so it's just in there, and that's and there it is. Yeah. next to somebody. Yep. Like I said, no matter where you, you talk go. long enough, you'll figure it out. You know somebody that yeah. they know, and, and so on and so forth. And that is very much the spirit of Detroit. Um, so we talked about a little bit about the philosophy, the philosophy behind the, the depth release. Man, let's talk about this beer. Yeah. Because I asked you off, off wax or off the mic, there is no no coffee added, right? There's no coffee adjunct. Not in this one. But the roast from it brings a coffee note that, to me, I don't know what everybody else is getting. To me, this is just as present as any coffee adjunct might be, just from the roast. So talk a little bit, man, about what's going on going on in this beer. Uh, so uh, right off the the rip, you get um, you know you get that willet willet barrel on the nose. Yeah. Um, uh, along with you know you can the crazy thing the, that I love about this it's nine degrees Plato, so it's thick. Yeah. Right. There's no you can't argue you can't argue with the science behind how thick this beer is. And to me, uh, when you smell a, a beer that's that thick, you can smell how thick it's about to be. And this I like one. my beer like I like my women. Thick and dark. Shout <laughs> yeah. to my wife. Yeah. Ooh wee. Cheers. Ooh wee. Let's, yeah. let's hey, move on give from me that two conversation bells back. before we go. Yeah. You know. Yeah. <laughs> I see Don't you give later. him another beer. <laughs> Don, he's bringing some Morgan David home with him, too. <laughs> it's a full bottle already on the table. I don't even have to stop. <laughs> Happy sweetest day. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Got all <laughs> uh, so you know, like after you get the nose, uh, you, you you take your first sip, 
and it's nice and smooth. It's got a really, really nice mouthfeel to it. Um, and even on these plastic glasses, you can really see on Wayne's glass, you get a nice lacing from that. Yeah. Uh, you know. Yeah. Uh, from, Wayne said he was going. Wayne said he was going to wait till he finished that big tuba to drink his, <laughs> but. <laughs> He's got a cup full of big tuba and a cup not so go. full of depth. So, yeah. hey, I will uh, never be in a crime with Harry Weaver because we see he's going to squeal. He's going to be like, turn the states. No, they don't even have to give an offer. You tell him before they get, you know. Come on, stool pigeon. So I'm just I'm saying, man, we all here to see it. I'm just saying. Just ask Eric, and I should already know the answer to this, so I apologize. I'm not sure what the malt is in this one. Okay. So... Uh, but you get uh, a good uh, chocolate characteristic from it. Um, so, uh, and there's also right after that chocolate characteristic, you get those Madagascar vanilla beans. You took the words right out of my mouth because it's it's in that order is, yep. is how it develops. Yeah. Because I'm getting the chocolate and the vanilla. Man, this is. Yeah. So it's do- it's doing uh, it's doing a lot of really cool things. And with this one, even though you get a lot of that uh, bourbon aroma, um, and you get uh, you don't get that bourbon burn in your mouth or the back of your tongue or your throat but as soon as it hits your chest it's that's there. when you yeah, feel it. that's what, yeah and i love bourbon barrel beer that does that um yeah. because honestly i can drink more of it at that point like, i don't, don't want to you know i don't want i don't hey, want to drink it more of it i don't want to keep having hot mouth and throat yeah. through, yeah. through yeah. one of these beers i want to be able to taste everything i mean i may or may not get have that a one. bottle of bourbon in my car well well, you know, there's a lot of time in the day. So there's that. Plenty yeah. of time in the day. Plenty of time early. in the day. It uh, is early. So, um, <laughs> yeah, you know, we're, uh, uh, so that's, that's, a, that's what it does on my palate. Um, and uh, I, you get a little bit of a bitterness to it also, um, which some of our, uh, uh, our stouts will do that. By Kyle's reverence, we'll have a little bit of a, a bitterness as well. But um, I can't really tell um, early on if that's, uh, if that's, you know, a bitterness from the vanilla, um, or if that's actually more bourbon. You know, I, mean? I don't like, get I don't, a bitterness. I yeah. get a dry finish, but I don't get a bitterness. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's very, it's very subtle. Like, yeah. I don't, it's not overwhelming. I just, um, you know, when I when I think about what's going on, yeah, uh, that's that's kind of what I'm getting. And then, yes, for sure, a dry finish. Yeah. Um, but uh, before that that dry finish happens, that's uh, you get the, just a tiny, tiny bit. At least for me, I do. So, man, and I have uh, to interject. I'm, I'm pumped, man. Go ahead and interject that. Although the music was not playing prior to the show, yeah, in the background was still a little wild, which again we don't own the rights to. We do not own the right rights. End, we don't it, own the rights to any music. How about that? But if you look at this lacing, it's gonna stay a little while. It's gonna stay a little while, <laughs> and I'm upset because I'm nearing the end, and I want yeah. to stay a little while longer. But I'm eyeing Stevens' well, beer. Steve, right. Right. So <laughs> Stevens, Steven, a uh, Stephen who? You know, <laughs> moving right along. Well, for any anybody that knows me. Or follows the Bruce Brothers page or the group. Um, I, I, from time to time, will pair a beer with a dessert. And so um, yeah. the folks over at Batch have a coconut cherry bread pudding um, that's on the way over here. That's well, going you really. You didn't mention coconut. In Can somebody call? I know I did. We didn't want to excite I know, you but, too much. But you, I, right. I didn't. I didn't want Sasha bouncing off the walls. Not I made sure you got some right. Yeah. Exactly. So you got some coming, man. This is going to be. This is going to really be. Phenomenal. Um, I don't know. I might not have none left. I, know. I mean, I'm sure there's more. I'm, I'm sure we right. could get, get another cup. Room. And if not, there's yes. going to be a there's going to be a riot in here. <laughs> um, so, 
Oh, go, go ahead. You got something? Uh, yeah, I got a. This is a, a, a important update from Eric Selberg. The, the brewer just texted okay, me to okay. give me mm-hmm. some more details. Mm-hmm. So uh, it's German. Yeah, exactly. Yep. A woge bomb. This just in. Eric Selberg reports back that it's German roasted malt, chocolate malt, some dark crystal. And he has uh, a good amount of Munich malt in there as well. Okay. So you got a lot of malt, a lot of malt. on here. Yeah. So you got that's why you're getting a lot of different things. Yeah. As far as like you know, just a little bit of bitterness. Yeah. You got that chocolate, like a dark chocolate. Flavor. The like, chocolate is heavy. And maybe that's what that's it is, where the right? bitterness. Maybe, maybe, maybe that's yeah. what I'm getting a dark chocolate bitterness, yep. not like an actual like bitter bitterness, right? Yeah. So that's that's kind of what I think we're uh, we're working with here. So um, yeah, I'm glad he just sent that because now it makes sense in my brain and in my mouth. Now, so and for those of you. That's that's that are here. Ding. That's, no, <laughs> yeah. not, uh, not, I was like, man, I wanted to reach over. You're like, yes. You got, yeah, you family. You can ring the bell, man. You good? Smack the bell. Hey, smack the bell. There you go. You know, I'll just do a little bit. Also, timid, timid bell, because you know, I thought she said I could, but I don't think she really wanted me to. She reluctantly gave you, gave you permission. Hey, only problem you're gonna have is with Donkers when he sees you. Oh yeah, be like, oh, you've been ringing Sasha's bell. Of the bell, right? <laughs> you can't do. You almost wasted me. Made me waste an ounce of depth. Hey man, so I want to. I want to throw something out here, man. Because is it Saturday? Is it the Saturday love that's playing in the background? Like <laughs> it this should Jeff? be. Because it's Saturday, Saturday love. love. This shit. <laughs> so look, man. I want to. I'm gonna put this out here. So in the local beer groups, man. Um, when the when the release dropped and the Eventbrite tickets were made available, blah blah blah, which. I'm glad y'all did. But a lot of the conversation was, has anybody ever had any Brew Detroit beer? Has anybody had a stout from Brew Detroit? And I'm chiming in like, hell yeah, what the fuck are y'all talking about? You know, but... Man, you should have told them, no, the shit is terrible. And we'll drink it all ourselves. Well, it was already after it was sold out. So I knew that anybody going to try to get it now was too late anyway. So, um... But this, man, this is like, put you on the map good. Thank you. So... I mean, national. What should? Yeah, we like drink a lot of national shit. I mean, we drink a lot let's, of. Let's be honest. Yeah, we drink fo. We drink. We drink everything that's supposedly the whales. Supposedly, but this right. You know what I had last week? Um, Eight state and burial did a collab with like pecans and salted caramel. Blah. It was great. This is just as good. Easily. Thank you. Easily. And where's the 15%? Right. See, uh, where's the 15%? So you're drinking, you're drinking, <laughs> don't know. You're drinking Big Tuba right now also. Yeah, and what's Big Tuba? Big Tuba is 8.9. You know, so can you guys you, you hide the me, ABV. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Eric, so well. uh, I, I've, I've actually had this conversation with Eric, uh, and I was like, man, how the hell do you do that? Because I get... No alcohol burn and none. Pretty much none. I mean, none. you're gonna get some in this one, obviously, yeah. because it's got bourbon. You know where the right. comes right. from? I'm sorry, and forgive me, anybody who thinks this is gross, <laughs> but I just burped. Yeah, no, you burped the burn away. You burped the yeah. burn away. Other than the burn, yeah, that's the only place you get the burn. Yeah. It's on the bourbon. Yeah. You know, you get no alcohol other yeah. than that. There's this trick that I, uh, I I learned early on from burps. Is that <laughs> it's an art to it? So, so burp session, ladies and gentlemen, a impromptu burp you know, tutorial to burp, brought to right? you by Bruce Brothers. But you can do this. So after you take a sip of something, a beer, um, you take notes. Instead of breathing out of your mouth, breathe out of your nose. Okay, and then 
tell me what you think of the beer after that. So especially with one of these beers, so you take a sip and breathe out of your nose nice and slow. And then in all the nasal cavities. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and it's, it's all the alimentary free. glands. It, it, yes. it just yes. takes it up a notch and you can you can smell even more and taste even more once you For those do that. was so, his so, life. So I'm ready to so do so it right yeah. now. So you know so nice what? and slow. Nice and slow. And it reminds me of spirit tasting. Well, so Will, so Will will be able to, to attest to this a little bit because I don't know if anyone else at the table has taken any Cicerone classes by, besides oh, uh, Will and myself. An expert. But, <laughs> no, no, I, I don't. I don't. I don't. But but the point that I was making was that <laughs> layman drinkers, I, you know, right? You rookies out here, on, Cicerone. One of the one Put of the, the mic, first Mr. things Cicerone. they tell you, one of the first things they do to test the effectiveness of both drinking and smelling at the same time is to have you hold your nose while tasting something mm-hmm. and it completely changes the taste yeah. of it and the way I'm they sorry. illustrate it it was is with like Mr. a jolly Cicero, rancher is if that you, the truth right yeah, thank you <laughs> <laughs> thank you thank you for corroborating my story um but, this but is what they tell you in they, they do and the way they the yeah. way they illustrate it is with a jolly rancher if you if you eat a Jolly Rancher and hold your nose eating it, yeah, you know it's candy, but you can't really decipher the flavor of the Jolly Rancher. Mm-hmm. And once you, what about watermelon? You won't know. Even watermelon you, Jolly Rancher. Even, even watermelon dog. That's the number one flavor dog. of it all. Watermelon, blue raspberry, okay. apple, grape, cherry, cinnamon sticks. Y'all remember Jolly Rancher sticks? Yeah, you know, but watermelon is wait, you know, wait, after watermelon. Wait. I don't like candy. You, but I didn't ask you if you liked them. You don't remember Jolly Rancher sticks? I don't remember them because I didn't like them. Come on. <laughs> they was right at the counter at the store. Anyway. I would have ignored it. Unless you, in, until you unplug your nose, you don't mm-hmm. taste the exact flavor. You know it's candy. You know it's sweet. But you don't get all the other like shit. You're sick and you're stuffy and you can't taste it. Right. You're eating food, but fuck, it's food. So you don't like pass it. the fuck out, but it doesn't taste like anything. You know what um, I, you know I learned that from? Annette May. Annette May and I, we did uh, ring the bell for a neck. Like yeah, uh, a ta- we did a tasting. Uh, my mother-in-law um, hope it wasn't fake, runs, runs a runs a group <laughs> runs a group <laughs> runs a group uh, that she you know, a lot of contractors and, and subcontractors and a lot of um, millwright that those yeah. people from other businesses in Detroit. Um, so she always puts on this event, and uh, it, Annette and I were working the beer booth. And of course. Which was awesome. Who better to work I, I, knew who, I knew who Annette was, and she didn't know who I was, but I knew. She's a legend. I knew who Annette was, and yeah. I was like, this is the shit. Uh, <laughs> so right away, Annette. right away, right, she uh, she she breaks out the uh, the cinnamon uh, little candies. Yeah. And she's like, I'm going to take you through all this, yep. and she's going she's gonna to educate me. Yeah. And I was like, yes, this is exactly, I'm getting a free Annette man. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> man, you can't <laughs> beat that. Hey, because she charged money for that. <laughs> right. I don't know what the tuition right. is yeah. over at Schoolcraft College, Other than but she charged jam. money for that. She's right on point. Yeah. She's only been wrong on Fig Jam. Other hey, than man, that, she's dead on with Fig Jam. You're wrong on Fig Jam. Hey, no comment for my former employer. So She's wrong on Fig Jam. Let's yeah. be clear. Uh, but I, but I, I, I want to get, get back to the point that I, was, that I was making. So now, I mean, y- y- y'all, y'all going to blow up, man. It's going to be. So next year when this happens, it's not going to be. Has anybody had, even had a stout from Brew Detroit? It's going to be just like this drafting table release. Uh, oh, why didn't they man. make enough? Why didn't they? Why couldn't I get a ticket? Why didn't I get my beers? 
Such Why are you ex- talking about me again, man? Man, I'm just saying it. <laughs> I'm <laughs> Such an entitled community, but I'm going to talk about that, hey, too. Hey, man, at 8.03, um, you should be able to get a ticket as a member. Hey, man, <laughs> snooze, you lose, dog. You got to be quick on the trigger. Um, but, like, like next year, when those Eventbrite tickets go on sale and it's time to, it's time to tap in, either people are either going to, A, have, have still slept on this, and I'm gonna still be able to do what I need to do, mm-hmm. and and be fine with it. You won't and, be able to. No. Or we've already put the word out. <laughs> right. Or or it's gonna be sold out, and I'm gonna have to call seconds. you like your day. I'm gonna need you to. Well, that's make why it's only happen, brother. Ninety six left. I'm gonna need you to on make that. something happen, brother. Back on that. Yeah. We've got um, that covered. Yep. Move on. Next point. Yeah. So so is that. Is that part of the plan? Is that is this, is this the trade? Is this the put Brew Detroit on the map? Shit, right here. Yes. <laughs> hey, short answer. Hey, hey short man. answer. Hey, yes. Mission accomplished, man. Thank you. I've got I've got an idea. Ring my own bell. I'll do it a couple times. And this is circling back on an earlier conversation. We we've talked about the national group meeting in 2021. Yeah. We talked about doing a special brew just for them. Yeah. I don't know what that brew is, but let's call it Spirit of Detroit. Spirit of Detroit. So we have, the funny thing is, we, we go through a whole process of how we name all of our stuff. So we'll go on Untapped and we'll check out if that name is taken already. And if if somebody not, takes that name, let, let's look at look it up today. Copyright. Not going to name. Right. Bruce right. Brothers, right. Uh, October 17th, 2020. There we right. go. There we go. Boom. Try Ours. <laughs> Don't try it. We've got attorneys all over the place. <laughs> all over the place. It's F-O. We know you're watching. I'll go, re- you I'll watch. go register it. Uh, make sure. Well, first, let's get the let's get the attorneys to make sure that that's not copywritten already. Right. First things, because uh, it might be. Dave, uh, I'm trying to temper myself because I haven't eaten, but I can't. I can't. I can't. Like, mine's I can't, almost gone. Right? Right? I can't leave it alone. Man. I've been just like putting it on my lips and licking my lips so I don't drink it too fast. Hey, Steve, don't even know what's on the table, man. Pour a new one. Pour a new one. Yeah, no, uh, I'm down. I, I mentioned it to Eric. Um, obviously, the only thing that he has to do is make sure that everything lines up for uh, when the barrels get here because they have to yeah. be super fresh barrels. Yeah. Otherwise, there's no point in uh, putting beer in there because, you know, uh, infections. Yeah, absolutely. So they got to be like, we have to plan it perfectly to where when it gets here, this beer's done and ready to be dropped in. We got to see when we're doing right. our next Brews Brothers yeah. barrel, man. It might, it yeah. might line right up. Yeah. My so line, I, right I mean, we're we're definitely down and interested. It just has to line up yeah. the right way for us to be able to make sure that we can put out a, a damn good beer and that you guys are proud of and be like, we teamed up with these guys to do this beer. And again, and the music phenomenal. is taking us there because it's however do you want it, however do, however you, do you, you need it. it. Yeah. yeah, you know, the music is just right along with us today. Oh, oh my man! Look at that. Damn! There he comes. Hey, hey, oh! <laughs> Yeah, this will be welcome. Waiting on. It's amazing. It's amazing. So can we get Lee Pope Brothers here? Yeah. Last time I checked, it was not that long ago. I don't know, but I I think that's part of the reason they left Ann Arbor in the first. So there's a web there's a website called Caskers Cubana. Okay. And they 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 I know they are sometimes a bit overpriced. However, you can get out of market bourbons and things of that nature. Well, That's where I bought my Leopold Brothers years ago. 
and I was super impressed. I'm just gonna say Thank again you, sir. that I want some of that Fernet. We've been waiting on this to match up with this beer. That's why your beer almost <laughs> got taken Past away because <laughs> yeah, you were you know, close. We were it, was close. it was close. Hey, Stephen, as you know, the beer's here. You know how it goes, man. Nothing personal. Only business. That's Only that. business. Did you did you listen to yourself? There's no such thing as too much bread pudding. Hey, man. How are you? You guys, you guys uh, know the the story between uh, Stephen and, and myself, and no. how we how Let's we even know each other. Talk to us. So I would, you know, we talked about. Yeah, good, you mentioned good it a poor, little bit the last time, poor. but uh, Stephen was uh, not even didn't even have a brewery yet. He was in the process. Got all of his uh, uh, all of his info out there for uh, crowdsourcing and stuff like that. And I was like, this is a cool as hell concept. Got his video of him in his robe. Some his brewer's boots, his brewer's boots, and and, and a pipe. And I was like, all right, his robe. I was like, like, first of all, I was like, yeah, oh, sorry, yeah, smoking jacket. First, first question was, hey, who the fuck? Donald was on our way over in San Francisco. He's got it. You bet your ass, he's got it. So. Uh, and I was like, all right, man, I, I, this is like, I'm just starting to like help promote. I was like, I don't want any money, man. I think this is cool as hell what you're doing. Let me help you promote it or like, let me do what I can. I'll just put the word out and hopefully it helps you. I, I was like super small time and just really getting into him. Finally, he was like, let's just, let's meet up. Let's meet up and have a beer. And so we met up at uh, Motor City Brewing Works. I uh, had some pizza and had some beer and shot the shit and was like, man, this is cool as hell. And then we were, we've been friends uh, since then. Not only that. Pizza and beer will do it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Shout for out sure. to OG, Motor City Brewing Company. Oh, yeah. Who was in sure. the game prior sure. to craft beer was famous. Ghetto Blaster. Or, you know, Ghetto Blaster. Yeah. Their, their, their uh, summer brew was my favorite beer one time. And then, you know, when they were doing hunt. that Belgian with the different additives. Yeah. 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 That's great. You know, and, and we've been going to Motor City Brewing Company before the pizza oven, back when you can only get chips and peanuts. Mm-hmm. And, and barely that. sold food, right? You know, so they were way ahead of the curve in this craft beer industry. So shout out to them. Oh yeah, you're eating. Let me, let me, let me, let me get you. Let me help you. You can keep eating. I'll, I'll, just give me a nod, and I'll, I'll, I'll tap the bell for you. So not only pasty, Sasha, pasty. Super, you know, helpful and supportive. You know, even before we existed, but you know, a couple of years back, we encountered a little problem where we had made an, an investment. Uh, in a packaging line with a company that I remember went that. belly up, and that's oh. when we launched the expansion yeah. pack. I remember and that. Dave shot that video. Yeah, Dave shot that video and sat down when I was like, "I have this problem. I need to come up with a idea and a plan." And like he was, we we sounded bo- soundboarded back and it forth. Was, and yeah, <laughs> that and first that was meeting that. was funny. So that was the that was the meeting that I was talking about where the morning of, like we already had the the meet this meeting planned, and the morning, uh, the day of that meeting that we were supposed to have to talk about. What became the expansion pack? We didn't even have the name that day. Um, that's when I got uh, let go from Arbor. I bought some of that. And then instead of after my shift at work, <laughs> I just went over there as soon as they let me go, and yeah. that was it. Like we that just, was it. Well, it was funny as hell because we were sitting in the meeting, didn't have the name of what we were going to call it at all. And uh, Stephen goes, "It's like a God. This is this is like an expansion pack from like, you know." Uh, that's what we're going to call it. <laughs> 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 I was like. 
That's it. Uh, that is the expansion pack. Steve, uh-huh. you've got to post that picture to Bruce yes. Brothers so that we all may see. Here's a video. Right we now, that. You, I'm gonna you, can't just have, you no. just can't have all no, of this. Sasha no. can't have it all. Was your hair pulled back? 30, 30, our 30, 30 inches of hair and 30 pounds ago. <laughs> our listeners Super want to see hair. this. No, man. No. We all hey, want man, to see it. I hate you for how good this I hate you for how good this pasty is, man. Oh, wow. Chef Matt, you know, I mean... It's just he's he's a he's a magician. Clearly, yeah. yeah. I, you know, it's it is anybody who can do this with turkey. I mean, it, I mean, it's, I like turkey, but this is <laughs> agreed. <laughs> yeah, turkey. Like it's not the most exciting yeah, thing out he, there, but no, he did a thing. It's, yeah, he did a thing. Right. I, sure. I love my gumbo. But we can talk about that another time because I will keep mm-hmm. going, going. But I've gone to several places that make gumbo, and it doesn't taste like gumbo. It's a nice stew, but it's not gumbo. This is gumbo. It, now, how does it rate to Sheila's gumbo there, Sasha? Um, Sheila doesn't know how to make it. Sheila's gumbo. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I keep speaking my mom best the cooking. All the things. You're like, how's Sheila's version of that? whatever? <laughs> Sheila's <laughs> never made meatloaf ever. Ever. <laughs> That's what she says, you know. Mm-hmm. Sheila says the same thing. She keeps telling you. You just don't okay. believe it. Okay, I don't believe it. <laughs> you know, Sasha's I taking Sheila's credit. <laughs> got her chain to the stove. And... <laughs> oh my God. Sheila, Mila. Right, <laughs> right so now. So now, right I'm, now. I'm, I'm forced to have another serving of this depth because. Yeah, okay. I mean, I don't have I enough mean, I to can... satisfy my bread pudding serving here. <laughs> well, so I'm going to have to finish that and get food. You yeah. got a basic and later. You're good to go now. Good to go now, man. <laughs> You're a lifesaver, dog. I now, I can. now I can really drink all of <laughs> You, every, every, so my, every my wife might be pissed off at you, like, but I love you. Again. Every time you get together with them. I say every time, but I mean like this time and the last time they were here. I pretty much brought out Paulo Russell, brought out the big guns like early, early, like that. Well, early. You guys, you guys had a plan, right? Well, I'm yeah, here. Shout out to Paulo Russell and, and, and oh, shout out to Paulo Russell, man. Hey, you know, Mike Tyson, research. Mike Tyson has a thing about plans. Everybody's got a plan until they get punched in the face. Yes. So, you know, <laughs> I, don't, I don't hug my plans too tightly. I'm always willing to be like, you know what? Fuck it. Well, death just punched you right in the mouth. So. And his plans changed. Hilarious. Anybody who's ever been punched in the face can attest to yeah, all plans go out the window <laughs> at that point. you want to ring it or should I ring it? I think, okay. <laughs> yeah, I'll do it. Yeah, if you've been punched in the face, you understand that there is an instant planning session that goes on in your head that says, hey, whatever planning we had didn't work. It's not going Let's to not work. start planning now. Let's just react. So, Change the plan. I, I'm, in re- right. I'm in react mode. I'm not in plan mode. I'm in react mode, man. First, forget how much this fucking hurts my face. <laughs> Second, we'll do something else. Right. That's plan number one. Forget the pain. Yeah. Number one, yourself. The, yeah, you, you have to. So that, that was a great story about, you know, the friendship and, and the... Yeah. A beer that came out because that that can store. I, I remember when that came out. That yeah. was that was a big deal. It was, and it was definitely was a, a it was a it was a, a really big idea. And no one stopped me and said, you know, releasing a beer on a schedule every month for a year is a pretty big commitment. <laughs> Maybe you should rethink. But this. you just kind of jumped like out a there. Quarterly expansion pack, or nope, I'm all in. <laughs> Talk about plans. <laughs> I remember, you know what? Shout to shout to uh, Better on Draft. I remember that episode when you were on with them and talking about the expansion pack. Yeah, that was the, that was him and I. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, so, but can you talk a little bit about the frustration behind 
like what necessitated like dealing with that company and yeah. and whatever went on with that <laughs> i mean it's not a it's not a unique story right, right. like small businesses uh, run into vent big businesses. Businesses run into vendors that uh, aren't always a hundred percent on the up and up. Yeah. And this was a company that I did plenty of research, all the research that I should have done, all the due diligence. I went out and saw machines in the wild. I went okay. and you know uh, uh, visited them at Craft Brewers Conference two years in a row. Okay. So you I, 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 I vetted them. Yeah. Like maybe uh, even a little bit over the top. Yeah. And uh, well, when you're looking to invest that kind of money, man, it's warranted. It, it was it was a machine that was supposed to uh, be a Swiss Army knife for us and to facilitate facilitate both bottling and canning. Really okay. innovative thing. Really really uh, beautiful concept. And they ran out of they ran out of money and they went out of business with almost with hundred thousand dollars of my money. <laughs> yeah. So it's one of those things. Um, and sometimes. It's nice to have plans, and sometimes you have to react when something else happens. And the the expansion pact was a was a reaction. We now are carrying all of this debt for a loan and a, an additional building. Yeah, and we're not we don't have the throughput that we planned on. So all of our numbers, our plans are not at all connecting. So we we came up with a, a way to bring in a big cash infusion to keep uh, the the train on the tracks and did the expansion pact. And it was both an adventure and a misadventure. Yeah. Uh, there were, you know, 12 beers, and we only released, like, two of them on time. And maybe three <laughs> of them, the first one and the last two yeah. on time. And the rest were just, uh, the rest a, a were muddle, just huh? like, hey, I know we're two weeks late, but... <laughs> but it's coming. Hey, you, you, you can't tell the yeast what to do. You're, you just have to ask nicely and gonna, wait patiently. Right, you're going to get your beer. You'll yeah, get your that, beer. I've been, that, I've been using that excuse a lot. Anyways... Um, but uh, it was it was it was still a fun process, and not every beer turned out the way that it did. We also had a, a fairly significant staff change in the middle, but yeah. we, there was a lot of learnings that came away from it, and a couple of beers that we really like and have even like riffed on or are have remade or are going to remake. So the the Sandia uh, Goza that is on draft right now is a version of the Sandia Paleta that we did during the expansion pack, mm-hmm. and we're planning on doing that uh, Peach Bellini. We loved that beer. We're planning on doing that peach Bellini uh, brute uh, beer. We're gonna we're gonna do that again, and uh, had a lot of fun. Had a lot of fun. We actually even um, one of the expansion pack beers was uh, Too Biggie, which the first time we did it was uh, before we were even open. It was a collaboration with Greenbush. Yeah, and um, we made that beer as kind of an homage to you know that relationship and you know kind of the history of our brewery. And made enough that we've actually been aging some in stainless, not on oak or anything, but I guess yeah. uh, uh, an aged version of that that we're gonna put on on draft at the uh, at the pub in the beer garden um, in a month or, or so. Okay. So there are some things that came out of the expansion pack right. that I'm like super proud of, and right. they were a lot of fun. Seems like a tough time, though, man. Oh, it was it's tough as it gets, and I gotta yeah. tell you. That prepared me for what oh, we're going shit. through right oh. now. <laughs> I'm sorry, man. I'm sorry, Steve. Ask, no, no. Asking you shall receive. Oh, ding, ding, just, ding. Hey, Steve, you're not Happy the man anymore. Day. Dave is the man. I, know, I, I, I felt like the bell of the ball for a minute. Like, everyone's talking to me. Dave shows up nope, with some big right, man. That's right, though. All right. I see you didn't bring one for me. Let me know. That's messed up. All right. Hey, I'm sorry. 
sorry, Dave. Sorry. I don't know what the hell you were talking sorry, about. But well, you know, I, Dave I, I brought the beard. <laughs> shiny I'm sorry, object. guys. That's right. Special shiny object experience. Oh. Yeah. Well, hey, you know that little light that's on the, uh, you know, the uh, angler fish that's on the bottle. Oh. Talking about depth and deep thoughts. That has to that whole concept. It goes even further. Like there's a purpose of why we chose that fish, right? Because come on, that predator. little light is good. Come on in. Come on, we're gonna invite you in. And then we're gonna so, bite your face. And we're, then gonna we're gonna bite your face. <laughs> we're gonna reel you in, and then you're gonna see Broody Trey's beer is good, and yeah, we're gonna take all your fucking money. Is, <laughs> it goes even further. We're gonna bite the wallet out of your pocket. <laughs> like if you you get a, a situation where you're like, did they think of this beforehand? Is this part of the plan? Maybe it is. I don't Maybe know. I'm uh, you, man. Why are you soft shoeing? All of a sudden, you're like, no. Was, of course, that's a part of the plan. It's definitely a part of the hey, plan. Hey, man, it's always I, a part of the plan. If I had never had a part of the plan, if this was the first Broody Troy beer I had, I would be beating the fucking door down to get in. This beer is great, man. It really is. That's Shout out to Eric Selberg. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm busy thickness. shoving. Yeah, yeah. Dave. And, and I think we if your family, I don't, you don't have to ask to ring a dusty ass. Yeah, yeah. You, like, you, you just yeah, ring it. Listen, you if keep the telling me within that. Hands reach, oh, you ring Wayne it, did ring it. Get it. Yeah, now what's she going to say? I rang the bell. She going to tell donkers on me? Maybe she might. <laughs> did, uh, did you guys talk about what's going on over at Batch yet? You update the people on um, what's a new over at Batch? coming up on no, halftime. Because so he mentioned the beer garden, yeah. and I was going to segue okay. into what's going on in terms know of the I beer missed. garden and, and everything it, over at Batch. So I don't know if that's the same question. We're all fans. Everybody is the same question. Yeah, we, we want to hear what's going on. We're doing it now. Wait, wait, wait. Let's talk to the producer. Should we be going out now or coming back? Go out now? Go out now. producer says go out now. So, hey, Brews Brothers for the culture. We'll be back. We'll be back. For the culture. For the culture. Rose Brothers, for the culture, we are for the back. culture. Minus uh, Sasha, she stepped away for a minute. We'll, we'll she'll talk be about, back. We'll talk about why shortly. But Where's I will beer? say, um, I'll get away. again, for those of you that that know me or, or follow the page, I am um, one that is say Buffalo Soldier, <laughs> one that's prone to pairing desserts with beer, mm-hmm. and uh, this bread pudding from over at Batch. <laughs> What's in that bread pudding here? What's in this bread pudding, man? <laughs> Coconuts, <laughs> cherry. Chocolate. Chocolate. Yeah. It's kind of a German chocolate oh bread pudding. A German chocolate German bread cho- pudding. It's kind of, yeah. yeah. A lot of depth to that, huh? A lot. Oh, I see, <laughs> oh, I see what you did there. I see what you did there. Here we go. Uh, I'm going to take care of you, Belle. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> mm. Hey, man. This might be... As close to a perfect pairing Ooh. as I've come to in a minute. I like that. Yeah. Um, so Detroit, Michigan. I think most of us have some in front of us. Um, Sasha, oh, Sasha has some more. Back. She's um, got some extra. Oh, hey, good. Sasha, good. you mind if we talk about your, your skirt redesign? Fuck you, Harry. Oh. <laughs> Damn. She said no, thank you. I think that meant, no, I think that meant yes, Harry. <laughs> that's what I was say. That meant let's go. Is that what that meant? Uh, <laughs> yep. Um, but no, I, I would like to, um, Sasha, I'm going to put you on the spot for a minute. Not, ab- not about your skirt redesign. That's already on the spot. Because I know that you are the coconut aficionado. I am. So I'm you know what? You that, that was both relevant and bad joke, and I got a lot of love for it. <laughs> but I'm going to let you do the whole, I'm going to let you get your coconut thing going. So I, I was fortunate. Go, Buffalo Soldier. 
Put that skirt on the secondary market and see what happens. Huh? Um, I was fortunate enough to have a little bit of it spill into the bread pudding. So mm. oh, I, got, wow. I got a little combo. Mm. Um, I'm, I'm reluctant to let go of, of the oh, combo. I'm hands-on right now. Oh, yeah. my God. Oh. Uh-huh. Um, it got Your a little windy. <laughs> <laughs> I thought we'd... Oh, man. <laughs> oh, my God. Okay, now, I'm trying. I'm trying to get my shit together here. I just sat down. You know? <laughs> just put me on this. Give me, like, two minutes. No, not at all. No, we're, we're live. No. We're here. We're live. Let's go. We're going to take two minutes. I'll do it. I'm Fuck already. it. We're going to do it live. We'll do it live. Fuck it. We'll do it live. <laughs> to take us Y'all out? The what does it mean to take us out? Uh, are you are you coming after me, too? <laughs> My mic. <laughs> that one had a cherry in it. That was good. Mm-hmm. Um, I like cherries. I bet you do, Wayne. <laughs> I bet you do like cherries. So, Sasha, <laughs> and yet. <laughs> yes. And, and your coconut aficionado ness. What is your take on the pairing between these two? There is enough coconut in the bread mm. pudding to keep me interested, but it's not. Ah, it's oh. not over. God, not overwhelming, and it's not fake tasting. I hate fake coconut. As much as I love coconut, fake I don't, coconut I don't tastes like, like suntan lotion. It does. Yeah, Pop I'm with you on that. All day. Yep. Yep. Um, so it is normal, natural coconut tasting. Yeah. Here's lovely with the coffee flavors in this. It's yeah. Fantastic. Yep. Love it. I agree a thousand percent. Mm-hmm. Now this, I'm gonna eat and drink what's over here. So you're just gonna leave? So you're done? Is what you're saying? Yeah, because I want right. to eat. Because somebody, somebody else start talking because Sasha's done. Here, I'll, I'll busy talk. Cleaning up my mess. <laughs> we, we, Sasha's cleaned up her mess. Death all over her. Yeah. You know, but uh, this, as you said, because we're not homers. We're not. Anybody who knows we'll us knows shit ain't right. that yeah. if your shit ain't right, we're going to let you know. Yeah. And, yeah. you know, just because we're here doesn't mean we're going to say your shit is good. Yeah. But. This shit, this shit is, is good. good. <laughs> this right Hey. Along with this. So, so my wife will have my head if I don't bring some home. So I'm going to eat it all here. All there's right. going to be one more stop before we go home. <laughs> <See>? <laughs> mm-hmm. This is one of the most perfect pairings that I've had. Yeah. And we've been doing this Bruce Brothers since. 2014, 2015. It's been a minute. Yeah, Yeah, we've been at it for a minute. And and, I mean, Stephen, first the bread pudding is spectacular. Thanks, Chef Matt. The cherries in it, Chef Matt. The the Chef Matt is the man. Uh, If you haven't experienced (laughs) Chef Matt over at Batch Brewing Company, get there. You've done yourself a disservice, and you need to go check them out Mm -hmm. and, and get some of the. You know. There's a few things that have been on the menu since the beginning. Yeah. And the bread pudding and the gumbo has been on the menu since the beginning. There's no joke. So you can't go wrong with with, Mm -hmm. with either one. And while we were off the air, I had the pleasure of the mushroom gumbo, which was a a vegan dish. Fantastic. If all vegan was like that, I could become vegan. <laughs> but since we know it's not, can you smoke him a vegan brisket? Uh, uh, I, I'll tell you what. If I can figure maybe. it out, I'll share some vegan brisket <laughs> yeah. with you. Until that My day, I'll share some actual killer, brisket right, with you. Right. So <laughs> we'll yeah. keep along with our yeah, regular with like brisket. This mushroom gravy and yeah. that you put on it. Oh, it's phenomenal. Because right. everybody else in uh, my wife's side of the family is vegan. What? You know, my dad, her, her dad's side of the family. Well, except for her dad. Look, oh, okay. except for her dad. I'm confused. Except for her dad. 
I'm like, whoa, 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 whoa. I Except for her dad. Her dad will eat. I'm not buying it. Everything. Right. He just said he will eat everything and everything. But his wife is vegan or vegetarian, so it's like he will do it. But then when we come to town, I'm like, look, dad, we need some meat. We need some meat. I'm here. We need some meat. Dave, let's be clear. Yeah, go ahead. I'm not racist. Uh huh. But when you said Puerto Rican vegan, uh-huh. I did have to <laughs> no, stop. That's bullshit. <laughs> no, that's bullshit. No, that's bullshit. No, that doesn't that doesn't mix right, at all. Right. So if, you, if you're gonna eat some beans and rice, some Puerto Rican beans and rice. There's pork in it. I was gonna There's pork in it. No. There's pork in it. No. No. There's pork in it. You put the pork on the side and then you can put it in with it. No. But the rice and beans there's not there's not you make stock. There's not a your rice. There's not a bean made it hard, are they not? Hamon? Yeah. yeah, yeah, okay. There's flavor in okay? All right. Dave, let me stop you. Let Guys. me stop you. Let me stop Go you. Go ahead. Here. Sorry, I'm done. Sorry, man. Let me stop I'm you. I'm just going to drink. Go ahead. Dave, this depth. If you're going to be family, and we said you were family when we came on. Puerto Rican vegan. If you're going to be family, you can't bullshit us, Dave. Dave, they're not homers, man. They'll call you out on your shit. They just said that like two minutes ago, man. Puerto Rican vegan. Hashtag Puerto Rican vegan. You said Puerto Rican vegan? Yeah. Don't touch that fucking bell again. That's my bell. <laughs> Touch that bell again and we'll see what happens. So, yeah, there, there, there it is. There it is. No, no, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, that, now that's being, you know, but they. So being a, being family, mm-hmm. you got to be honest with us. You have to tell the truth. Look, I'm, I'll tell you the truth. I didn't think that through before I said it. <laughs> Bravo. Bravo. All right, yeah, all right. We'll give you that. Ring the bell, Dave. You can ring the all right, bell. I'm gonna. Right. I'm back in it. He's back in the game. There it is. Here we go. Love it. But that mushroom gumbo yeah. was fantastic. Yeah. Like Phenomenal. I said, I'm glad. And this bread pudding with the death achieves all the death that I'm sure both <laughs> Chef Matt and um, Brew Detroit was looking for when putting this beer together. I mean, this 15 percent is so well hidden. It's and very deep. We just want to say this. It's very deep. It's so deep. It's for all of you out-of-staters that are listening to us, asleep. for all of you out-of-staters that think we're just being homers, until stop, you stop try this. Stop disrespecting the D, man. Stop, stop doing it. Stop the madness because this death, at a very hidden 15%, matches up with anything that I've drank from anywhere. Playing yourself. And, and whether stop we have to stand in line... Whether you're paying secondary market for five hundred, seven fifty, yep. or thousand thousand dollars on razzles, yep. this death holds up. Yep. And I'm not razzing my shit because I'm drinking it. <laughs> so double there it because I'm doing the same. <laughs> right. Don't look for my shit to pop up on. on uh, <laughs> yeah. 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 So you won't see I mean, it pop up on razzle. Yeah. Yeah. You know. Whatever. Allegedly. If there, thing, if there was such a thing, if there was such a thing that existed, those bottles are hand shit off. You know, the bottles are hand numbered because we drink it. The bottles are hand numbered, hand numbered by yours truly. Yeah. So I know yeah. how many there are. <laughs> how many are so there? I, there are. <laughs> it's funny because we had more than three hundred than when I thought we were going to get. Oh. Uh, so it, the funny thing is, like, don't uh, remember your math day. You caught bullshitting twice in five minutes. No, I haven't. You're never gonna hear the this end of it, bro. I've already. You know I love you, right? So get in there. We got, we got the spreadsheet, bro. I got to 300, 300 out of three hundred bottles, and I was like, wait a minute. I know there's three hundred bottles, yeah. but there's actually extra bottles. So instead of putting three oh four out of three oh four, I was like, Uh-oh. fuck this. We're supposed to only have three three hundred bottles. So I put three oh four out of three hundred. 
And that's what we ended up getting. 304 out of 300. So if you get 304 out of 300 in the next two to three years, you got a no, special bottle. Was, you got a spill ah. factor bottle. Yeah. If you get one of those bottles, you've got one of mine. Yeah, that's what it was. That shit Eric was like, look. <laughs> let's be clear. What what happens, because we filled the bottles before we were able to label all of them. He's like, what if what happens if we're labeling them when we drop one and break it? Then we're fucked. And I was like, cool, let's fill out. So we fill up four five or six, five or six so more. So working in the bottling room. Five or six more. And then we... Well, that's didn't cool. break no, any. No casualties. So we have oh, some extra ones. Yeah. The contingency. Yeah. 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 Sasha working in the breaking room in the bottling room. No, 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 no. Uh, we didn't. Well, we, so we didn't. We didn't spill anything in the bottle. I think he was trying to joke. We didn't spill anything in that room, so no. We <laughs> saw through that high Steve. I, I, you know what? I, I, I'm sympathetic. We're family now, so I'm allowed to do this shit, Sasha. I'm, I'm allowed to do this. No, no, I'm, I'm, I'm sympathetic. It's, it's rough out here right now. You're operating outside, and the wind's blowing around and knocking yeah. over 15 percent imperial stouts yeah. onto you know skirts, yeah. and it's rough. It's rough. Secondary, it's rough. secondary it's depth tough. skirts. It's tough life. It's no secondary joke. Secondary market depth Second, skirts. Secondary market. <laughs> but if you're able to hang on to that 15% stout along with this bread pudding. Like physically with your hand, right? It is going to be a perfect match. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And you're going to definitely enjoy it. Yeah. He said if you can hang on to it. Hey, Harry, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm going to turn. I'm going to take a little co-host prerogative. Yeah. And because we need to shift a little bit. Because we've had this book on the table say, yeah. for quite some time. Yeah, man. And, and I want, I want yeah, to talk dude. about this. Yeah. And, 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 and you know, before... We get further because we we know we can go with this death. We do. And, and Sasha spilling shit on her and, yeah. and, and all of that. So all we want to move. Sasha is not with the shit right. today. Not right. today. I am cold. Hey, no. Harry, I didn't spill the shit on her. Why is she mad at me? You know. But anyway, let's talk about this book and, yeah. and uh, the review and everything that go, goes along with that. Yeah, man. So um, so this book was uh, actually it was released on the 14th. Um, and, and actually, when we were here a couple of weeks ago, I alluded to it a few times. Some of our conversation, I couldn't really talk about it because the book hadn't been released. Um, I had already written my review, but my review hadn't been published and the book hadn't been released. So it was released on the 14th. So now we can talk about it. It's called Beer and Racism. Um, and the subtitle is How Beer Became White, Why It Matters, and Movements to Change It. I think I'm less concerned <clears throat> We're talking about the content than I am to the local reaction. However, I think I would be well, doing it a disservice to not talk about the content. So the you gotta preface is, you gotta preface it with the content. Yeah, that's what I'm gonna do. Like I'm, you said, how, how did beer become white? How how did beer become white? And and I talk about this in my review. So this is not the first or second or third book review that I've written. So one of the things you want to do in a book review is give people a good snapshot of what they should expect from a 200-page book in four paragraphs. And I try to do that in my review because I want people to understand that this is not an indictment of white people. This is not 180 pages of saying white people suck for keeping black people out of beer. But they do. (laughs) And he's white, he said. (laughs) But But that's not what this book is. This book is not, excuse me, is not 200 pages of you know, deriding white people from the beginnings of time because black people are not represented. So that book is yet to be written. You got some ideas? (laughs) I got ideas. I got notebooks full of ideas. Yes. But what this book is about is the history of brewing in America, which happens to intersect 
with the racism on which America was built. So it's not an indictment of the industry. It is more a story of how the industry mirrors America. An indictment of wow. the foundation of of the United States, so it, which it, is largely a, a a a racist and and oppressive environment of and of people with means and wealth and oppressing those without. Thanks for coming to my TED talk. Ding ding ding. <laughs> <laughs> but the book the book goes as early, and when we talk about going back historically. It talks about enslaved Africans and their role in the very first people who were quote unquote homebrewing and the wives of presidents getting their hops from these enslaved Africans. But of course, the, you know, you're not going to say, well, you know, these people that I quote unquote own helped me make this beer. No, you're going to say I made this beer. Sorry, was that Jack Dang? I'm on oh, no, it's whiskey. No, you, 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 Let's talk about beer. You think about Uncle My understanding of that that story is like limited, but I thought there was like a fairly I don't know. Well, never mind. We'll do that later. <laughs> no All time right. like the Fair present. Enough. I mean, you I don't know. know. <clears throat> um, You're here. We're here. Is this your copy that's highlighted? It is my copy. Yeah, and um, you'll you'll notice a lot of highlights um, because there's a lot of important stuff in there. Um, no, I, I definitely need to read this. I, I there there was a, a, a pretty robust conversation happening online um, yeah. through your guys' pages, your personal pages. Oh and, yeah, and, you saw oh yeah, I've been other, I've been tuning into beer, it. Other beer yeah. groups. Yeah. No, the, yeah. this is definitely like uh, on my timeline, and people yeah. are absolutely discussing. I think this is a, a, an important and fascinating conversation. Um, and I really want to dig into this and, and read it and get to know it. Um, and I like just my cursory glance through a lot of your highlighting and conversation, my, my background of knowledge and the title of this, I, I hope that there is also in addition to this, a, uh, a, a follow-up that is beer and sexism. Yes. How beer became male. Yes. Because. Oh yeah. Historically, yeah. beer was made by women. Yeah. Right. Exactly. Yeah. Come on, yes. Sasha, the beer there girl. I'm not touching <laughs> the bell for that one. And, and that, you both both of these one. two things yeah. can exist as yeah. as a as a broader story of like how how is it that like white men of I, I, whether it's like means oh, or minute, influence or power or or whatever <laughs> mm-hmm. have just like continued to mold a worldview around us that is just not an accurate reflection or representation yeah. of where where and how we've evolved and done our thing and it's just I'm, I am done with the narrative of the you know the victors write the history books it just yeah. I have no time or space for it anymore so the concept you're alluding but it's to true. is what we call intersectionality and there is some talk about beer being also chauvinistic i mean yeah, it's good. it's not only about beer being white but being very white male and so there is um some allusion to that not nearly to the extent that it talks about race because obviously in no. the title sure that is the crux of what they're writing about but it does absolutely talk about some of the gender issues as well well i think this is a super important context you know what for somebody it, for for somebody you know, like me and Dave, who are yeah. in the beer industry, we're in the and industry. we're you know we're purveyors and we're marketers and storytellers and and vendors in beer, and as we keep asking questions in a city like Detroit, which is vast majority black, 80%. how do we eighty percent blackest cities in the how, world? Yep, it, I think it's, this is the blackest city in the United States, and, yep. and and how how do we as people in an industry, in a community? make what we do 
as inviting, approachable, welcoming, inviting um, as we can to all people, specifically people that are members of our community, yeah. the black community, and to understand a, a historical background is super important. So I'm going to be stealing this. Especially no, the no, one with all the borrowing, 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 borrowing. After I, after oh, oh, you're, you're borrowing his highlighted. In. Oh, yes, this yes. is on round two. We this talked, is yours. Uh, all right, cool. We talked a little right, bit I'll, about Alaska the other turn. year. We I'll mentioned that coming up. Okay, cool. The the employees that we have here at Brew Detroit and the production team that we have here. And at that time, we had one person who was hired in as a temp who was hired in full time. Since then, uh, because I mentioned it to the upper management as well, it's like, we talked about this. Yeah. And I, I'm extremely happy that we're doing these types of things. They're like, you'll be happy to know we're going to do two or three. We're hiring two or three more people full time so, from all of those so, temporary employees. And that's that intentionality, man. Some people call it pandering. Some people yeah. call it. Intentionality is a much better word. Affirmative yeah. action. Yep. And you're only doing this because these people are black. Fucking right we are. Because somebody's got to do something yep. to level the playing field. And that's the right. intentionality. If we're waiting for this to happen, it hasn't happened in the 400 plus years black people been here. So if we're going to continue to just wait for shit to develop, then guess what? We're going to continue to be where we've been for this whole time. So in my review, a lot of the comments that I've seen in social media... Um, and I've engaged in some of the conversations, and I Good. don't think that the people that are making a lot of these comments have put two and two together that I'm the individual that wrote. <laughs> <laughs> the, I think you're right about that. That wrote the review. Because they haven't read That's, anything. Because right. they haven't read anything. And people are telling me how this book is not necessary. And somebody was like, if black people don't want to be in beer, it's because they don't want to. You can get a brew kit anywhere. Okay. That's so, so asinine. What about, what about looking at a population of people who... One, have no context of what a brew kit is, can't afford a brew kit, don't have a space or time to brew anything with a brew kit because they got three jobs because of how their life is structured. Well, well I'll tell uh, you this. It's nice my that boss, you had, can have hobbies. Yeah, right. Congratulations for you being able to you have something to like that. To, you can spend an hour or two extra right. of your day let, on let, something. Let me share this. I'm a firm craft beer aficionado. Mm-hmm. I've been into craft beers before it was known as craft beer. Mm-hmm. Likewise. And, and, you know, so I've been around the game a very long time. Yeah. Years ago, because I wanted to say, hey, let me try to beer, brew my own. Yeah. I went out and I purchased a beer kit. Was it a Mr. Beer? A Mr. Beer no, kit. No, not a Mr. Beer. But <laughs> okay. A Mr. Say. Beer was given to me as a Christmas gift. Mm-hmm. Because my family knew that I enjoyed it. Right. Yeah. But me knowing that Mr. Beer was not sufficient enough because of what I like to do, and, and it was very basic, yeah. I needed the advanced course. Mm-hmm. So I went out to this little shop out off the Telegraph 94. Yeah. Yep. yep. Oh. Freeway. Adventures. Yeah. Uh, that's Adventures of Homebrewing. Yeah. 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 Van Van Born. Shout out to I'm Adventures of Homebrewing. Yeah. Shout out you to know, Adventures of Homebrewing. So 100%. I went out there. Yeah. And what did I do? I went through the recipe book, bought different types of yeast, mm-hmm. bought the bottles, bought bought everything needed to brew beer. Just ballpark, what that cost you? I, I, a couple of hundred bucks. So we're not even going to talk about and this your, is years your, your ago. transportation and getting no, out. No, no, but, but, but 
years ago. Yeah. Th- I mean, I don't even know if Motor City Brewing was out at the time. I mean, this years ago. Yeah. They, eventually, so Home Brewing so had just been opened like 10 up. Back then? They had, yeah, I was only about eight, nine years old. You know, you know how young I was. You know, but but the point is, I had to withdraw to, and the ability to purchase the necessary kit to brewing it, mm-hmm. the yeast and everything else. But I never had a chance to do it because, as we know through this podcast, my boss is an asshole <laughs> who doesn't give me the time stay on the clock. to stay on the clock to get around and do it. Yeah, and I still have those. 48 bottles that I bought <laughs> in my house yeah. that have yet to see a beer. Yeah. And my wife was like, will you just give him a Donkers so that he can <laughs> right, put something in it? You them. know? Yeah. So, and, and Donkers and I have talked. But but the point being, even if you have the ability to, doesn't necessarily mean you even have the time to. Right. So to put the two together, yeah. there's more people without the ability who can't do it? I mean, I mean, so it's a very important book. So you can't just say they can just go out to Vincent Home Brewing yeah. and make some beer. That's bullshit. That's I, bullshit. I, I uh, a couple, few months back, um, I was reaching out to some people in the industry, like broader beyond beer industry, but food, um, restaurateurs, uh, entrepreneurs in Detroit specifically, um, in in the the you know broader wake of uh, you know how conversations and and awareness continue to change in in urban centers and and ways that as business owners we can um do a better job of being places where people come together it's been a challenge for me as an owner to identify to find and identify uh talent people of color to work front of house it's not hard to find black men and women to work in the kitchen Mm mm-hmm but to find a bartender, to find a server that um, uh, a person of color that wants to work in the front of the house. And it's an ongoing challenge. And it's not one that we've shrunk away from, that we've put energy and effort into. Mm-hmm. And I started reaching out to some other business owners like Mike Ransom at EMA um, and some other people in the community. And I ended up having a conversation with a woman named Lauren Hood. I don't know if you know her. Um, uh, local activist, uh, super engaged. And we were talking about the food industry. We we're talking about craft beer. We we're talking about employment and something that she said to me, like really like absolutely just smacked me and stopped me in my tracks. And, you know, she's asking about things like, you know, the environment that we create, the kind of music that we play, like how does it feel to a customer of color? She pointed out something to me that I had never really thought about, like in the city of Detroit, the families and generations of families that have been raised here that have never been but at or barely above a, a poverty mm-hmm. level yeah. Yeah. don't go out to restaurants. Yeah. Yeah. And right. if they were to go out to a restaurant, why, you know, in hell would they go to a brewery right. owned by a white dude? Yeah. Like, why would that ever be a yeah. possibility? Yeah. And that is... Some other level, like smack you in the head, like yeah. you, you're, you're my myopic you, reality. Right. How can I even think perceive about. this? You're right, because it's just not part of your reality. Yeah, absolutely. And and the book talks. See, that's the thing. The book talks about that. The book talks about all of these socioeconomic um, impacts and why things are the way they are. If you don't address socioeconomics, you're not addressing the issue. 
whatsoever. Right. Because at the end of the, the, the day, the biggest discriminator between all the classes is the socioeconomics. Absolutely. Everybody talks about all the other issues, but at the crust of it all, if you address socioeconomics and level the playing field in that regards, then you're truly uplifting others to attain what others take for granted. Yeah, absolutely. And I mean, you know, again, it, it, it talks about... Mm-hmm. <laughs> Every once in a while, Sasha. She's you know. <laughs> like, this has been getting heavy. Can I hit a bill or what? The book talks about all of these factors, which is why I want to emphasize again, it's not 200, 200 pages of saying white people are bad and keeping black people out of beer. That's not what it's saying. It's saying that there are social factors that over an accumulation of decades, if not centuries, have kept black people mm-hmm. out of this industry. Everything from, from how white the service industry is in general. And how service industry jobs are gotten. When a service industry job opens up, it's usually a white employee of this service industry restaurant that says, hey, I got a friend. And because the United States is segregated the way it is, chances are that friend is white. So that white friend becomes a beneficiary of their white friend that has a service industry job that brings this in. And now you got another white person on your staff because white people know white people. That's it. And now it fans out in that same way until something intentionally stops it. So you got to have the intentional. You do. If you, if, 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 if you've got a flood, are you going to build a dam or are you just going to say, fuck it, man, that flood, man, it'll, it'll dissipate at some point. Nah, you gotta you gotta step in the way and say this flood is fucking people up. We gotta do something that's gonna stop the flow of it, and that's where that intentionality comes in. And so again, like I said, the book talks about all of these factors, um, and like I said, some of the some of the local reaction just has been ridiculous. Let's talk about that local reaction, man. What, yeah, what man. Happened? Well, because I missed it. Yeah. You so by and, by and large, just people telling me that these that these experiences don't exist. That well, black people can go to breweries just like everybody else can, and there's no difference from somebody black. It, it, uh, uh, breweries are not telling black people they can't buy their beer. Black people can't aren't going into the store, and somebody's telling them they can't buy a beer. I know because I worked in the store, or I know because I've got 20 years in the industry, and it prompted me. I was actually reading another book, um, and a quote from W. E. B. Du Bois came up in the book, and it says. We who are dark can see America in a way that white Americans cannot. And seeing our country thus, are we satisfied with its present goals and ideals? So for you as a white person to have the audacity to tell me that what I'm telling you exists does not is asinine. Absolutely asinine. And I'm not and it's not even me saying, hey, there are police officers with dogs and fire hoses at the front of the door of every brewery in the city. It's not what I'm saying. You know what I think? You and I really need need to even even further the con- I haven't read the book yet. Let's let's be clear. But I think in furthering the conversation, we have enough historical impact between us mm-hmm. to go back to the point of even when you know, I remember back in the day when Red Stripe was not sold yeah. in the city. Yep. And yep. I used to have to beg local 
stores to get red stripe on their list to, to be able to sell. Yeah. Um, and and in 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 doing so, I would take you and I against maybe any other two folks of any persuasion in a Jeopardy craft beer questionnaire. Easy. Easy. You know, in terms of the history and and, and whatnot, and where we where, where we are here today. But the problem being is, you and I are are, are not the normal, but the abnormal. We're, we're in terms of the craft beer industry, in terms of my, minority consumption. Yeah. And with that, though, it's because we sought it out. And I don't know if this is in the book, but it's not like that community sought us out. It's they the left book. us there with the malt liquors. It talks and, about and distributors not finding worth in that community see, to advertise and push their products in black communities not finding the value i don't i don't know that it's in See, every right. every urban center in the united states because detroit is an extreme version of segregation of Absolutely. race and wealth yes um but it still exists in other major metros chicago there are neighborhoods that are more affluent, which equals generally more white. Mm-hmm. And in Detroit, it's more broad, like the suburbs right. equal more right. affluent, more white. And I, I and I imagine that separation of like visibility and, and access is like incredibly stark, more stark in Detroit in the Metro Detroit area. But in I've been I've I've lived I've been a resident of the city of Detroit for I don't know 11 or 12 years now and I hear these conversations and this feedback about and from white people in a conversation about race and beer yeah and if somebody is like making a blanket statement that doesn't happen in my experience from jump I know that they're not in the city I know that they're in the suburbs yep. and that their shopper base is largely white. Yeah. And any people of color that are their shoppers are people of means and affluence for for whatever, you know, grace of God or influence or opportunity they've been able to uh, you know, generate some wealth or collect some wealth or inherit some wealth and they're living in however, in, they, came in, in, yeah, yeah. however they came across it they're yep. yeah, they're a part of that community and, a boss that works and they're the shit also out of outliers <laughs> right they're also outliers and and i was as you were saying that like you guys are outliers in the craft beer industry but i mean simultaneously i imagine you're also outliers in the black community yeah mm-hmm yeah, and it has to exist simultaneously, <laughs> right? As yeah, a part yes. of your yeah. your own, you know, self identity, and and probably it's also a confluence of access to education and affluence Absolutely. and your own perspectives, and and that is a really unique perspective. I've got a friend that tells me that I can't cook because I use better ingredients. <laughs> I have heard the same thing. Right. So messed up. <laughs> I just got salt and pepper. Yeah. You got all this fancy. Right, right. right, right. So you, you get all this fancy shit to put yeah. on it. 
And I just got Lowry's. Right. <laughs> <laughs> and none against Lowry's. You know, we, right. we've all started there. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, that's a great place. We've we all started there. From there. Yeah. But at the same time, there's nothing like some pink Himalayan. See some hearts yeah. going on. <laughs> you know, so you don't we need understand. as much. You, just, you know, yeah, we yeah. understand, and, and we also understand. <laughs> salt yeah. Right, right, right. This is a little salt you know, bag. Right. A little. <laughs> I remember the first time I used pink Himalayan sea salt. My shit was salty as hell. <laughs> too, like, too much. Too much. But you used it like it was more. It wasn't like more. It was <laughs> right, right, right. But carry on. But 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 the thing with that is the better cut. And quality of the product you're using is going to result in a better dish. Mm-hmm. You know, so we had the argument, like I said, you know, he said, hey, you really can't cook. It's just you're using a better product to start with. Yeah. And I said, well, you know, that's not a hindrance that should be counted against me. Right. Because I like a marbled ribeye when I make my steak. Yeah. You know, now, when when I first got married, and I couldn't afford marbled ribeyes, <laughs> and I, you know, we could afford cube steaks only. Right, cooking steakums in the You know, and steakums in the man. I got them all the steakums. I made, I made some killer some killer sandwiches with some steakums. No, that, 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 that. But at the same time, let's go back. But at the same time with those steakums, you couldn't make killer sandwiches until you could also afford to buy fresh green peppers and onions 100%. to make those killer steakums. You know, so, so you grow yeah. into it. And, and, it's, and, and, it's, it. and it's and it's incremental, and it. too. It's very I, incremental. I, I think that's I, that's like the broader statement about the intentionality yeah. that you're talking yeah. about. Like Absolutely. us as members of the industry and the choices that we make and the, and the, and the efforts that we put into, you know, identifying talent and cultivating talent and, and making sure that how – how we operate is leaving a lasting mark in the community that we're a part of. And man, it is hard. But <laughs> I wanna, anything that's worth doing is, you know, probably worth doing. Right? Right. I want to. I'm going to bring up a point that fucked me up in the book because it talks about it talked about when we talk about the beer advertising, and it talked about how you know Budweiser and Miller and whomever else when these commercials started coming on television or even print ads. There was this image of this white man who was coming home from work and went and got a beer from the fridge and kicked his feet up on the couch and had a beer to relax at the end of his long work day. So let's even let's even bypass the fact that a lot of black people were not did not have substantive employment, let alone the disposable income to buy beer from the money they made from their menial jobs. The book talked about how expensive at that time having a refrigerator in your home yep. was. Fuck me up. Because guess what? Yeah. I've never lived in a house some without a refrigerator. Okay, I was going to say, some <laughs> of us may remember That's real. not some having yeah. a full-on electric refrigerator. Yeah. Now, I remember, yeah. I've seen an empty refrigerator. <laughs> <laughs> but the empty as shit. Cold, but, right. I've, not, I've never hey, had the... Bologna I've, government cheese right. and, and some mustard. Right. So I've, oh, I've man, never fried bologna sandwiches, I grew up on cheese, fried bologna sandwiches. That's real. That really did give me some additional perspective. Because I've had family members that have been poor. I've been fortunate enough to... I didn't grow up Leave poor. me alone. <laughs> I've had family members that have been poor. I've had friends who were poor. I've been in people's homes that were poor. 
but they had refrigerators. Shit. So for me, I mean, it's like okay, <laughs> if having a refrigerator is your baseline, yeah. I've never You've been that fucking poor. Out, I'm right. already, yeah. you know yeah. what I'm saying? I'm already an outlier. Yeah. I can remember being a kid and visiting family that didn't have indoor plumbing, didn't Mm -hmm. have Mm -hmm. an electric refrigerator. You know, you went to the outhouse and you had an icebox. Yeah. And that's that's how that worked. Or you had a Michigan hey, basement. Did, did you find something? I did. I tucked away in something, man. Somewhere. Thank you for all this highlighting. <laughs> Let me ask you this. Have you ever made ice cream after yeah. a great snowfall? Yeah. Oh, yeah. And, yes. and you scrape the top layer off? Mm-hmm. Yep. But you don't dig too deep because you don't <laughs> dig into the dirt in the grass. In the grass. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And yeah. you have a little bit of pet yeah. milk. Yep. And yep. a shot of imitation vanilla. Hell yeah. See, and you I make know, homemade ice cream. Yeah, man. Because you said okay. pet milk. Pet milk. <laughs> See? Milk. Right, look, look, look. But I'm, I'm right. saying, to, to your right. point in this, yeah. um, and at the broader topic that we're discussing here, there is something to be said for making making something beautiful. Out Absolutely. Of yeah, yeah, you know, out yeah. Of yeah. for sure. Without yep. question. And so I think for people of color, especially from my experience as a black person, we didn't have access to the, the nicer ingredients. So we had to make something beautiful. We didn't have access to a fucking refrigerator. Right. Where are we going to keep the nice ingredients? But I'm going to tell you, all the meals I had yeah. in the back right. countries of Ohio right. was yeah. fantastic. That yeah. icebox was on point. Yeah. Yeah. Sheila yeah. was a, ter- a terrific cook. We know. You can ask her if you want to. <laughs> <laughs> I hear she makes really good mushroom gumbo. She does not. <laughs> what, what, what passage did you find? All right. So we were, we were talking about malt liquor just a second ago. Yeah. Uh, the original yeah. target yeah. market for malt, li- for malt liquor was n- was the white middle class. Yeah. yeah. Maybe argued that malt liquor was never intended for black people or lower class individuals. However, these individuals would consume the overwhelming majority of malt liquor during the 70s and 90s. Malt liquor was marketed not to the bourgeois, but to the white middle class, their aspirations for the taste of luxury and practices associated with the bourgeois. Conspicuous consumption. Conspicuous consumption. <laughs> Patterns of other individuals situated. Your, your recall, man. That was impressive. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not going to end up debating on the other. Sorry, I'm just going to co-sign. When you say some shit, I'm just going to be like, he's probably right. And that's the point because you when we look at advertising, think, in well, 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 let's go back. Yeah, let's circle back to the conversation we were having earlier. Yeah, and we were talking about death. Mm-hmm. And when we were talking about death, Dave called, and we had the da 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 Yeah, and we were talking about the different types of malts that were presented in death. Now, circle that to the conversation we're having now in malt liquor. Yeah, in malt liquor being presented for the middle class, it was presented for the middle class because of the malts. Made it, it was made the from malts. the leftovers. It was the yeah. malts. Yeah, the scraps. You know what I'm saying? So that malts made it not for those that couldn't afford it, but for those that were trying to attain another certain level. You know, but somehow, and, and for and someone whose palate was not discerning enough to realize they were drinking some bullshit. No, that right. there probably wasn't six different kinds right. of malts in it. <laughs> right, right. You know right, what I mean? Right, like, right, <laughs> right, right, right. There wasn't six yeah. different kinds. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, so again, and and, and I. In my original draft of my review, I, I I mentioned malt liquor and how it was not originally intended or marketed toward black folks. And I kind of put in parentheses, as most things in this country, because none of the shit that we pick up on, no. and quite honestly, at some point make popular, is intended for us. Yep. Sasha, I'm going a, I'm to... A, I'm a put you on the spot just hey, for a second. Again. Sasha has mm-hmm. a beautiful coach purse. <laughs> I do. I do. Growing I up, do. <laughs> growing she does. up my not. mother loved coach purses. My sister getting her first coach purse 
was like a yes, fucking crossing a of the crucible, right? <laughs> right, right, You think right. Coach was marketing the black women? Nope. No. Nope. Fuck no. Nope. But at some point, black women and, and black people in general reached a point where they could afford what was a benchmark in terms of quality. Yep. And this became a symbol of that. Was Shemay meant for me? No, when I had my first no. bottle. <laughs> hey, with you, the you know my story in it. when I saw it and, and I took that first four pack to the register and they <laughs> rang it up and it said twenty four ninety six and I was like, "What's on my Willis?" Right, yeah. I was like, "I got one pack." And then, <laughs> so, <laughs> like, yeah, yeah, it's twenty four ninety six, but it it wasn't meant for me. But I was part of an outlier or part of a a subset of a set that. Afford is probably a loose word. I had enough money in my pocket to buy it at that the time. Right. So I did. I didn't go and put it back because I didn't have $25, which I know some people, yeah. plenty of people would have done. Mm-hmm. Say, oh, you know what? Fuck that. I can get a pack of, you know, I can whatever. Get a case. I can get yeah. a case yeah, yeah. for $16. Mm-hmm. Yep. And so, again, so these things aren't marketed toward us. We just happen upon them. And they become, like I said, you know, kind of symbols of of not necessarily affluence but symbols of of knowing what a quality good is and and a coach purse or a chamay beer or you know a polo sweatshirt or whatever all of these things become these outward symbols of that um and you know things that people a generation or two before us simply couldn't do i mean in, in this conversation um Although it's one that we could continue forever, uh, we're approaching a point that, that we've got to begin wrapping up. I was getting ready for, to say, for, I, for, I, see, I see the producer over there yeah, uh, in your ear. That must mean it's time to go. It's, 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 it's getting there. and I mean, and we definitely will pick this up because ultimately our goal is to increase um, diversity and inclusion within the craft beer industry. And that means working and drinking and enjoyment. You know, because there are so many good beers out here. And, you know, I've got to say from one who's drank Magnum to Mickey's to Private Stock. All of them. And all the rest of the malt liquors that we've talked about. You mentioned Colt 45. The, 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 the barley wine. Well, that was easy. Right. You know, Colt, Colt 45 was was like on the sweetest day, dinner day. Mm. You know, that, that, that wasn't was Mickey's. That, that, that was the top was, show. Yeah, that was t- the top show. <laughs> you know, the the Private Stock Hoffenreffer. You know, uh, was more of the everyday, but the, the the thing is, is we need to continue the conversation, continue to educate and uplift, because there's a lot of good things that are out here, and hopefully, with our conversation at breweries like Brew Detroit, like at Batch Brewing Company, that we can help others find a way into this industry that we so love and find things that they aren't accustomed to yeah but will grow fond of because it's so much flavor than those malt liquors that we're only used to because that's the only thing that's available because my wife friend you know? brought me the craft beer really? shout out to brian Coors, yeah yeah before really? i met you Okay. It was Brian Kors who who introduced me to craft beer because he saw, we were out and he saw I was drinking the red stripe and he was like, "Man, I got something you might like." <laughs> and now, now twenty years later, here we are. And, and I stumbled uh, upon it by myself. Yeah, you, you know, nobody brought yeah. me to it. It was just I was always the one that was. I wanted the low and brow dark. Mm-hmm. Yeah, 
I wanted the best dark. And, you know, so you start, you know, then I had my buddy who was playing ball overseas. Yeah. So he yep. came home with, with, with the Danish eight percent beers and when we had eight or nine percent beer back then it was like yeah you know so you know and, and then we went to the uh chamaze and you know then craft beer started being a thing yeah you know brew detroit opened up and you know back before they, they only had pretzels and chips and nuts that they sold before the pizza oven and yeah i mean it was just so it's been I've Motor been City lucky Brewing. enough to Motor City Brewing Company. I've been lucky enough to be on a pro- progressive side to where my taste took me there, not any individual, but by being an outlier, the outlier, it was not recognized in my community. Mm-hmm. So much so that how Harry and I, I don't know if we have, we've ever told this story on air, we became friends and enjoyed drinking together because there was always a group of us at different functions that enjoy the so-called finer things. Yeah, a very and small so group. <laughs> we would sneak off yeah. in the corner where there was four to five of us yeah. drinking the finer things like the single malt scotches and the so-called small craft beers before they, yeah. they, they were oh. known as such because we everybody else was drinking the regular stuff. Mm-hmm. And so we would Corona not want to waste top our stuff. You know, we... You know, they're drinking Heineken's. And, yeah. and then, okay, that's that's fine. But so we would take our stuff and drink over in the corner of the good stuff. Yeah. And next thing you know, you know, we're on the cusp of this industry. Like, man, if we could bring more of this back. And we've even convinced people who only drank Miller Lite. Yeah. Bud Light, Coors Light, and, and, and the likes of it. To say, hey, this stuff is good. And there's a taste for everybody. So... Let's keep doing what we're doing in terms of Bruce Brothers and increasing the culture, cultural rep, rep, uh, relevance so that we can bring more people into the industry. I'll pass this book along to Steve when I'm done. And I'm not going to. I'm watching you. <laughs> hey, you yeah, I got your eye on your book. You got your eye on your beer. I can't help myself. I was over here. came down. It started there, and I saw it with Coach Hey, hey, you know, we, we've been watching this. You know, we're not going to let it spill on your lap like Sasha's death did. You know. It's a $10, $10 um, increase in your fun. skirt right there. And I think, you know, we need to start saying our goodbyes, and, and, and we'll pick yeah. up. Yeah, I definitely want to, um, and, and thank you for that. Um, and in, in mentioning Sasha's uh, coach purse, I just want to give a shout-out to my pops. So this, that's how I learned the etiquette of giving a woman a purse. <laughs> so my dad, um, for, like, Christmases or birthdays or whatever, he would buy my mom a coach purse. And he would always tell me, you never give a woman an empty purse. So whether it had a dollar wow. in it or $100 in it, it was never just a purse. So what about a bottle of Morgan Davis? Because I'm not gonna put no okay. shit in. Whatever it. works. <laughs> no, but, I, but that is, I got I got that etiquette from him. You'd never give. But you ain't bought no purse that, though. So how you saying that's etiquette? Well, my wife isn't in the purses. <laughs> yeah. Okay, that's a. That's my, like a story. My, my wife wanted a purse, you know. I'm telling you, if you buy your wife a purse, don't give it to don't her. Don't give her an empty purse. But what I, I bet I, you I, nothing I was, else is empty that Harry gives his you wife. Know what, more, you know what? More of my more of my point was to give my pops a shout out. For giving me the etiquette, okay. well, in the event I need to out. buy my wife a purse, don't give it to her. Empty. You know what you just Put did, Swaggy P. Swaggy P. <laughs> you just shot, shot the jumper and walked away, and it went in and out. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> 
There's a fadeaway. There's a fadeaway. It's like, yeah. Leave that up there. Right, you can leave it up there. And it goes in and it bounces out. Let me tell you what my wife would do if I bought her a coach purse. What, what she would she open it and she would say, thank you. Do you know how many craft supplies I could have bought for what this purse cost? <laughs> is she a crafter? So, she is. Yeah. yeah. Do you know so, how many books I could have made so, with this? Right. So for her, her purse was the cricket that I bought her for her birthday. Okay. You know, so that's the, you know. But okay. my point is, my pops told me. Shout out to Harry Weaver the second. Yeah. But Harry let's Weaver move on Jr. to another yeah. story. You know. <laughs> should, should you ever need to buy your wife a purse, don't, don't give it to Don't her serve her. it up to me. <laughs> I, will, I will pay attention to this lesson. My wife actually likes purses. I would be Same. afraid to buy one for her because I know I would get it wrong. But if I do, oh, I will not luck. serve it up empty. Whether it's got I a have, dollar or a hundred dollars in it, don't give it to her. Good. You've luck. gotten a wrong purse once before? Well, you were like, what kind of? This is the right purse. That's the right purse. Nailed it. This, this arrived no. me um, because my husband's for my anniversary gift. No. Um, oh. And my husband. Happy anniversary. Rico. Happy anniversary. Good and job, Rico. I love this bag. And this was like my white whale. I've been looking for this oh, bag. Oh, nice. So he, right. he calls my best friend. God, he's smart. You said That's your white whale. I'm just Did you? Moby Dick is from a book, man. Come on. Dude, really? Come on. Come on. Really? Can't say anything. That's what we're going to do. Just a whale. Just a whale. It's just a whale. It's a whale. He called my best friend. No, my best friend is in the purse. We've got Moby Dick's around Large mammal. Or a large mammal of some sort. So he called my best friend. There it is. And she's in the purses, too. And they conspired this Captain whole Ahab. thing. That's a team effort. Yes. I got, you know what? I got a lot of respect for that. Yeah, I know I she likes know purses. Yeah. I don't know anything about it, but I know her lady friend does. Yes. Can you help me do this right? And he landed. Yeah, he yes. landed your whale. He gave yeah. it. To, it was uh, shortly was she before Captain our anniversary. Ahab? Huh? Was she Captain Ahab? No, he was no. Captain Ahab. He, she he, he landed the whale she and he handed it off. Oh, what was the? What was the? Yeah, she was. What's her name? Catherine. was Catherine was his first mate. Catherine, you ain't been out in a minute. Catherine got married this year. Oh, so God. Catherine been right. busy. Okay. But she was well hunting herself, huh? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> she been at home. <laughs> so anyhow, anyway, they, they conspire together and they, they figure out what purse is going to work for me. And I had a particularly rough day about a week before our anniversary, and oh. he just broke out the box, the big coach He's box. He's like, yeah, yeah. we're early, but I And I started I crying. I'm like, you know, That's so much more romantic was, than I have access right. to. I feel <laughs> self-conscious. I don't want my wife Not to hear this. Not only is that very strategic, Sorry, but that's yeah. also very loving and caring. That was a that's, lot. That's yeah, something. That's not his normal That's something like, shout to Rico, man. He did good. I'll do a little bit more, Rico. I'll do a little bit more. Team effort out there, Rico. As somebody who Appreciates another another man taking care of his wife. As a matter of fact, I'm a little concerned. Send a mark. I'm not going to keep up with. Damn it, Rico! Good job, Rico. Yeah, Rico. We talked to you off camera. Our party shots have largely been about a lady's handbag. Something new for for handbags, brothers. I've exhausted my comments for today. No purse comments for you? No, I made my. I started the whole shit. This is your doing. I talk about personal things. You got a man bag yourself that you carry around? No, no, sir. That is not my thing. No mercy. A coach man bag. Nah, man. Yeah, I don't okay. give a fuck who name you put on it. I'm not kidding. Can you put things in it? Cool. It's a, it's a, all right. All right. Dave kind of said that like he has one. Hey, man, on my, I might. Oh, I might not be able to find yeah. it. Hey, where, where, are you guys, where are you guys next time? You got a plan already? We not do yet, not. Man. We need to go oh, back over to well, back. You know what? There's a there's a, a beer garden over there that I would like <laughs> to host you at. I want to have you. Dave, can you come too? 
<laughs> Which I might be totally hijacked, by the way. I was like, hey, you guys busy next time? What are you up to? You know what? I got a plan in mind. Listen, beard stroking. Between the two of us, you guys are pretty much not going to be able to broadcast anywhere except for like the Abbott Porter. We're going to show like, hey, guys, how you doing? You guys signed up outside of Abbott and Porter? That's bullshit. I'll tell you what. Steve. All right. We, we, we will go to the beer garden on yeah. the next trip up. Okay. Bust it open, man. And we'll send out these shout outs to, you know, folks. Uh, Travis, Dane. Yeah. Yeah, they're trying to keep us locked in. Yeah, step up. Yeah, we gotta come see you guys soon. You know, y'all got called out. Y'all got called out. First of all, I'll say I called out. I'll say sorry, not sorry. What's up, Dan? You may have beaten us at the the beer of summer out at you know Rattle in Ann Arbor, but guess what? Bruce Brothers is at Bruce Detroit. <laughs> so uh, uh, look out for the word. We'll, we'll, yeah, we'll be we'll, back. We'll, we'll, we'll go uh, christen the yeah. beer garden. Yeah. Ooh, we can't coming. wait to see it. Yeah. Right. Because we know about christening uh, new homes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So so yeah. We'll, we'll definitely look forward to that. A little bit of that. And uh, here, you want to want any, anything else before so we so get out of here? One other thing. Anybody? One other thing. Yeah. I can't wait for 2021 Uh because the book that we're talking, you guys were talking about earlier, Uh this whole situation, Uh people are going to realize in 2021 when that group of people, uh, black craft beer drinkers, comes into Detroit, and people can realize (laughs) what that movement is about. And how many beers you got left? We're here to support it. I don't know how many. How much time you got? I see. (laughs) I got a call out. I got. I got to say, and we were talking about this last time. Right. I really hope. That we can uh, kind of wrangle in Garland Gilchrist. I hope yeah. so. Yeah, I hope so. I want. I, I. I. think that he is exactly the right person in this city. The connection of community and politics. Lieutenant Governor, but, for those of you who don't know, yeah, yeah he's yeah. he is a Corktown resident. Yep, he is a data-driven, educated. He is a he is and he's a rad dude. And from and what I understand, a good guy. He's man. a good dude. Yeah. He yeah. is a good dude. And I would I I would really like to uh, see him get connected with uh, Brothers and Craft Beer, yeah. with Bruce Brothers, and to get involved in what you guys over names. You yeah, you hear that? I heard yeah. it. Yeah. Right out. Detroit, six degrees group, of separation. You know. Someone at this table knows him. Right? There you go. I think, yeah. I think the I, person on the mic knows him. Yeah. Oh, look at yeah. that. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> a woman of power and influence. <laughs> a woman of power and influence. Do, Do you? I don't know. Do you? I have to look. Do you? That's yeah, how Steven's on that. Took a couple tries. You got a couple tries. A couple times. You got to tap that dusty ass bell a couple times. I think... I think that he is exactly the kind of person, the the, the right person, the right place, and the right time to be like a you know a, a, an ambassador, you know, in in multiple directions, right? Yeah. To to uh, the city and and the state as a representative of industry, and also as a representative to reflect to people that are enthusiasts of a community that are underrepresented, and and uh, he is a powerful dude, yeah. and he's also. A righteous cat. He is a nice guy. Yeah, and by, he, by and all accounts, man, I've, I've heard nothing different. Uh, the in real that way. question is, does he like beer? 
Yes. He does. He, yeah. he comes and hangs out a batch every now and then. Perfect. And he lives he lives in the neighborhood, yeah. so you know. Alright. Yeah. Hey man, thanks for hanging out, man. I, I wasn't expecting you to be here be I, available for the whole shit. I did not <laughs> expect it to happen either, and I'm sure people at work are like, Where the fuck is Steven, man? He was supposed to start working an hour ago. Motherfucker did it again. He did it again. Sorry about that, guys. <laughs> it was for a worthy good cause, cause, right? Foiled again. Foiled again. <laughs> the cock of a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> not the caucasity. <laughs> I'm going to pull a doubleheader today. I'm going to head over there after this. Oh, Outstanding. Oh. Outstanding. Well, very little work is going to be getting done tonight, sir, guys. Sasha, have you any other parting shots aside from your, our little purse conversation? I mean, I already talked about my handbag. That's, that's all I wanted. Let's talk though. about your secret squirrel group before we leave. No. Hey, shout no. out. Hey, you know what, though? In, in, in all seriousness, <laughs> shout I do to secret like squirrels. to give, give a shout out to the ladies. I don't know you ladies' group name. Ladies. Secret squirrels. Whatever it is. Funky. You don't need to know. Wherever y'all meet and however y'all meet. I hope y'all get some samples of this depth because it's the real deal. Guess they what? might. I mean, Secret squirrels, we drinking it now. What are you doing? <laughs> they might be hey, drinking it now. Some of them might be drinking it they now. Drinking right. oh, no, they drinking before you. They drinking before you, Wade. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry, Dave. They hanging out with Wes O'Leary. Celsius <laughs> <laughs> oh. for everybody. Celsius. <laughs> oh, Wes. Oh, Wes. Shout to the eyes like pimp, Wes O'Leary. <laughs> we love West. No, well, that's any, all I like. Any, any parting shots from you? Hey, man, till next time, look forward to, to uh, continuing this conversation. Yeah. Uh, it's been a great time. I missed it, and I'm glad that we're back on the air again. You and me both, man. Here, here. Cheers to that. Cheers. Mm-hmm. Dave, no longer a guest, but now a family. That's what I'm talking about. Yeah, Are you <laughs> full on? You a team member now? Yeah, man. <laughs> oh, that's outstanding. Yes, yeah, buddy. Thank you. <laughs> I mean, I'm sure you are too, but you know, I feel yeah, a little jealous. I'm not it's not about lie. you right now. It's about me. You know what? I, I, didn't, I, I, didn't, I didn't call over the batch. I, said, <laughs> <laughs> I know, right? Like, no, I realized I didn't get a call. I did. I did get a text. He's like, "Hey, Dave, you want to do a thing? Hey, Steven, you want to bring some food? <laughs> We're gonna do a real cool shit at your place. <laughs> You're featured. So yeah, just just know. Hey, I'll take it. Family comes with responsibility, dog. So you get the call. I love it. Happy to be here. <laughs> hey, all right, all there right. is a scorecard. Just keep it up. <laughs> so with that, we'll sign off. Thanks again to uh, to Stephen Roganson from Batchford for catering for us. Our Cicerone producer. Our Cicerone producer. And, uh, we got a producer hey, that's a Cicerone. How about that? I didn't know that. Yeah, right on, thanks to Dave and, and Brew Detroit, man. Again, this, this beer is awesome. Yes. Um, and, and I'm glad that it's in the hands of the people. It's only 96 people left for next year. Instead of Uh-oh. sitting on it. Um, <laughs> but it is great for those of you that didn't get it. Too um, bad. How, how long do you think it's going gonna, it's gonna to last down here in terms of pours, Dave? I don't know. We stay here any longer. It might be gone tonight. So we have a half barrel that we can sell this year. Okay. So that's it that's for this it. year. Half, half barrel. Half barrel for the year. That's, is that the one that's tapped right now? <laughs> that is correct. Cool. You that's better come down and get it now. Good, so get know. down to Detroit <laughs> right. as soon as you can. Yes. Um, if you were not able to secure a bottle, or if you did secure a bottle but you want to taste it, you know, mm-hmm. without popping your bottle open, um, it, it is on tap. So with that, we will sign off. Bruce get that Brothers. barley wine while you're down here. Yeah, get the barley wine too. And the pills. You know, I'm always shout that out. And the yum town. And Sasha's on the yum town. <laughs> so pretty much we, we just get anything. Everything on crap. <laughs> Whatever. Doesn't matter. Um but yeah, Bruce Brothers for the culture signing off and now we're gonna get into some more 
drinking off off wax. And uh, <laughs> the culture. see y'all next the time. Culture. Maybe over at Batch. Who knows? All right, Bruce Brothers for the culture. Peace. We see you. Peace. This holiday season, you know what I have on my wish list? Adventure. That's why I got a new Honda during the Happy Honda Day sales event. They have a whole lineup of rugged, all-wheel drive SUVs, CRV, Pilot, Passport. But at the end of the day, I drove off in a new HRV with a bunch of safety features. And best of all, I got it on clearance. So don't just sit around knitting an ugly holiday sweater. See your local Honda dealer for Happy Honda Day's clearance pricing today. I have pen fed, that's a fact. I have pen fed, that's a fact. My credit card purchases get me cash back. My credit card purchases get me cash back. No one else gets these rewards. Sergeant, that is just plain untrue. What in tarnation? Sir, PenFed's PowerCash Rewards Card isn't just for military members. Anyone can get cash back on all purchases. Ah, friggins! You've ruined my favorite song. PenFed Credit Union. Visit PenFed.org slash PowerCash. To receive any advertised product, you must become a member of PenFed, insured by NCUA.